0: And there was the stage manager, and there was the guy was counting down like there were cameras, and they heard the music come up three, two, one. Theme song starts, and he points to me, and I had a rush unlike anything I've ever felt, and have since felt very few times since then. I knew I have to do this for a career with no resources, with no, no um, knowledge in doing this. I produced a town hall for Cornell's president, and had a blast doing it. If I could do that in college, imagine what I could do for a career.
1: From the cubicle to the lab, the studio to the war room, climbing up the corporate ladder, or joining a scrappy startup, experience a day in the life of the jobs you want.
2: This is the Experience a Day in the Life podcast.
1: Welcome to part two in the two part producing a better career series in part one we went through hour by hour a day in Kyle Scott's life as a producer for NBC News Digital in this episode, we'll take you through Kyle Scott's career journey so you know what skills and experience are necessary to land a job as a producer. Kyle did not study media or journalism in college, but that didn't stop him from applying to NBC's Page program. He actually thinks that's why he got accepted. You'll learn in a second that Kyle's career opportunities taught him about how the media operates editorially, technically, operationally, and more. Let's learn how he did it so you can too.
2: Kyle attended Cornell University and studied applied economics and management with a minor in law and society little bit of a shift. So not really and
0: people will people will say that a lot. And for me it's never been so much about a specific major or a specific minor. It's about getting a degree in something that you're passionate about, something that you're interested about because when you're 18 to 20, 21, the time you're in college, you're such a different person than you're going to be in your early 20s, than you're going to be in your late 20s, which is where I am now. So just having a degree in one thing doesn't mean it's a shift. It's all a... It's all not really a long, it's just a journey. And something that I love, Steve Jobs said this in a speech, a famous speech, I think it was like 2005 at Stanford, but he said, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking backwards. So for me, it makes complete sense that I was an applied economics and management major because were it not for being that major, I certainly would not be where I am today. And why is that? Is that sets because of the a, coursework? or no, it's because it sets me apart. And one of, something that I often talk about is selling yourself based on a story. So the story for me was how I found my passion despite my major. Uh, so I came in saying, look, you have all of these people who are applying as communication majors. Everybody's interested in communication. I'm interested in the business of communication. And that was different. So I was combining a passion for media that I discovered through my extracurriculars, but also combining it with my passion for business. So it's, it's for me, it's always about the, the marriage of creative and business.
2: You mentioned that media was something you were always interested in. What did you want to be when you were growing up?
0: So, so uh, it always depends upon age, right? Mm-hmm. In high school, I think that's the most relevant time because, as I think, when a lot of us develop our real personalities, I did the morning announcements. Uh, right, so and it was me for- too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? And there's a reason why you're here doing a podcast, and there's a reason why I work in media. There was something there at the time uh, that when I was doing the morning announcements, I just knew that I had to be in this field. And so, start out as, oh, I want to be a, you know, a journalist. I want to be um, a news reporter. And then that that slowly evolved over time, but it was that passion that I discovered in doing the morning announcements. That led to me doing college radio, and then just being a DJ on college radio uh, led to me running the radio station because I was very passionate about the business operations. So that senior year of college, I could I had uh, a rock, biweekly or weekly rock radio show that I did with a co-host. We won a best paired show Ooh, for two years <laughs> in a row. Yes, uh, and then uh, I also did a biweekly public affairs show with Cornell's vice president of communications. His name was Tommy Bruce. Now there was a moment in that show, so I pitched the idea of doing an interview an in-person interview with cornell's president david scorton and i didn't want this just to be a radio interview i wanted this to be a video interview not just a video interview with radio i wanted to be a live town hall so Ooh. i literally pitched to the university i want to do a live town hall with cornell's president i want to host it and i want to do it on the radio and also do a webcast on cornell's website you know what they said yes let's ah. do it so, I produced, I had no idea, I I'd never produced anything. I mean, I did the radio, but like not like this. So, I did this, uh, and I was co hosting with Tommy Bruce, the vice president of communications. And we were in Willard Strait Hall, which is the main student union. And there was the stage manager. And there was a, the guy was counting down, like there were cameras, and they heard the music come up three, two, one, theme song starts, and he points to me. And I had a rush, unlike anything I've ever f- felt, and have f- f- since felt very few times since then. I knew. I have to do this for a career. With no resources, with no, no um, knowledge in doing this, I produced a town hall for Cornell's president and had a blast doing it. If I could do that in college, imagine what I could do for a career.
2: Right after graduation, Kyle went on to work as a page for NBC. The page program is a paid 12-month rotational program where entry-level workers are exposed to NBC Universal's areas of the company's portfolio. And they get to give cool tours of 30 Rock as well.
0: And then I went to Education Nation, uh, which was a unique combination of the business and the creative side. So Education Nation um, no longer exists really formally at NBC News, but it was a brainchild of who was then the president of NBC News, Steve Kappas. Uh, the idea was to partner with local aff- our local affiliates. Uh, So we have 200-something local affiliates throughout the country. We partnered with them uh, and some local sponsors and and local um, government and the local educational system. And we brought an educational town hall. So technically, I was a coordinator and then I was promoted to associate producer. My role, because it was a small team, I got to do a little bit of everything. Uh, that was a very foundational part of my career because I learned how to produce. I learned how to do journalism. Uh, I learned about very important lines between um, sponsorship and, and journalism. That's a line that's very important uh, in news not to cross. So, uh, you know, we had, to, we had editorial independence, but we were still sponsored. So it was a lot of learning of what journalism is, right? Because I, I mentioned I was not a journalism major. So this was sort of like figuring out in a very safe environment where it was very low on the totem pole, but I was able to get a good foundation. And that, so I did a lot of it was a lot of research, uh, a lot of writing briefing packets, uh, but that was so useful to my career because I learned how to do all of this.
1: So then, the next um, position from there was working more on the corporate side.
0: It was uh, this transformation project. So, as part of Education Nation, we had a national town hall uh, that was broadcast on MSNBC. Uh, The person who ran that, uh, he was executive producer of NBC News Specials, Mark Lukasiewicz. Uh, He was put as executive in charge of this transformation project, which was looking to change culture workflow technology um, across NBC News, really uh, evolve it uh, for news gathering for modern time. So he knew my work, so he recruited me to work for him uh, on this transformation project, uh, which, again, combining my passion for business with creative. This went from journalism, which I would say a little bit la- further left, where uh, and left in terms of like creative, and then I went um, a little bit more on the business side, which was a um, consulting. Really, an internal consultant for a couple of years, for two years, uh, and it was helping uh, Mark and the team sort of do like pit everything an entry level consultant would do. Honestly, pitch decks, arranging meetings, doing strategy sessions, like being the person who's like writing the notes on the whiteboard as we do a brainstorming session, and then putting the notes together and sending out an email about here's everything that we talked about. Here are the next action steps going forward, uh, and that helped me really understand what it takes to run a major media organization
2: what are some things like specific things you picked up from that
0: i picked up the power of working as a team um which was the biggest most important lesson um that i learned from that right because it's not you can't just assume that a boss can say something and it happens culture is a big, big part. And now that I'm in business school, it's just like learning about how important culture is and how hard it is to, to influence culture. Uh, it can't be top down. It, it can't be. Uh, my old boss, Mark Louis used to say, let me see if I could get this right. Um, culture eats strategy for breakfast. You can have the best strategy, but if you can't change the culture in a way that supports the strategy uh, or in a way that will um, enhance the strategy, your strategy will fail.
1: And then you also, during this time, worked on the weekends with Weekend Nightly News. Yes. How did that opportunity come about?
0: I knew that when I left sort of hard journalism with Education Nation, I was going into consulting and I wanted to keep my editorial skills sharp. So I told my boss, on the weekend, you know, I'm doing this job during the week. I'm happy to come in on Saturday and Sunday and volunteer and learn about how a show works. So um, he connected with the, the, who was then the executive producer of Weekend Nightly, Jamie Kraft, who now runs Dayside for MSNBC. And I worked under him as sort of an associate producer on on Weekend Nightly. Um, You volunteered? I volunteered. I wasn't paid extra for this. But it's so, so important. If you don't know something, figure it out and do whatever you can to figure it out because that is how you get ahead. Right. Like uh, sitting around doing this sort of consulting job, and while it was a, a busy job and very involved and very important, um, it wasn't going to propel me forward within a news organization completely. Like it was really good to be able to understand from a bigger picture career how a news organization works and how media works. But my next job, there's no career progression in that within a news. if I wanted to go to consulting work for Deloitte or something like that. Sure, that would work. But that's not what I wanted to do. So I knew that I had to keep those editorial skills sharp. So I did Weekend Nightly, and I forget exactly how I broke it up, but I also did the assignment desk. So it may have been like a couple months on Weekend Nightly and then a couple months on the assignment desk. Uh, But then I also did the assignment desk to understand how the center of the news gathering organization works. So the assignment desk is sort of where all the breaking news comes in, and then they coordinate all the coverage. So where are the crews going, where are the correspondents going.
2: You mentioned that Steve Jobs quote about Mm -hmm. looking back and connecting the dots, Right. When you were – when it was 2014, right, and you were kind of shifting around different parts of the business, did you have this grand plan in mind? You're like, all right, I need to get the this skill, this skill, this skill, this skill, and this is how I'm going to do it, and this will get me here? Or did you just kind of go with the flow and, you know, take he- opportunity as it came?
0: Yes and no. Uh, it's both. No, honestly, it's both because I do deeply believe that if you eventually want to run a media organization, which I think I do someday – uh, you have to understand how the media is made. So I have to know how to edit. I have to know how to shoot. I have to know what everybody does, What how the back-end technical infrastructure works because if you want to be managing these people someday and you want to be managing these functions, it's extremely important to know how it works. So to that point, yes, I did understand that I had to understand the business. I had to understand the production. But also I believe deeply in following the opportunities as they arise as long as it makes sense, as long as it's some, somehow connected and you can sort of see a future through it. Now, with Mark Lukasiewicz, who everyone calls Luke, because um, his last name is Lukasiewicz, so with Luke, what I saw was working for someone who I admired. Uh, and, you know, it was nice to be able to have, to be able to touch all across NBC News, but really it was him. I really wanted to work for him. Because he's running NBC News specials. Like, this guy is an amazing producer, and I knew I could learn so much journalism and so much production from him. And I was able to learn so much journalism and so much production for him while also adding value to what he needed. So that was uh, really a, a personal decision on I wanted to follow this person. I wanted to work for this person. I want to learn from this person. And also it's an incredible opportunity to learn about NBC News and meet a lot of people in higher levels within NBC News.
2: Wanted to look for a new opportunity. How did that come about? You went to uh, Today Show. Today or,
0: Show. Yeah. So that was a long time dream of mine uh, to work for the Today Show. I think a lot of people who work in news always dream of sort of working for the flagship morning show. On um, Today Show um, was number one at the time. Uh, so it was something going into NBC News when I was a page. I said I want to work for the Today Show, uh, and an opportunity came up. There was a maternity fill-in uh, position that opened, and they knew that I was doing you know sort of weekends on Weekend Nightly, and I still had an interest in news and. By that point, I was doing transformation for two years and we accomplished a lot of our goals. It was winding down to a large degree. And like I said, I wasn't going to be a career consultant. That's not my career path. So the opportunity aligned where transformation was dying down and there was an opportunity to go do a maternity fill-in at the Today Show to to sort of test the waters over there. So I went over to do the overnight uh, associate producer shift on the Today Show.
1: One segment Kyle worked on was the orange room trending segment, but the majority of his work was crashing breaking news pieces overnight
0: because seven am is right around the corner uh, and that piece may have to go at the f- at seven o'clock in the morning so you have to move really fast um, to make sure that it can be you know not not only research but the correspondent needs to get the their track in so something needs to be written for the correspondent to track. So that has to be done. And then once the correspondent track comes in, it needs to be all edited together. It needs to be approved by the senior producers. And then it needs to sort of make it into the queue for the tape person to then play it out at the right time. So there's all these steps that have to happen to get to 7 a.m. It's not just let's write a script now and just, like, do it. No, it needs to be researched and and vetted and all that.
1: Right. So the more—getting more specifically on the steps on how to, like, produce breaking news fast, like, what are some technologies or softwares that people in that job should know, like, like the back of their hand so that they can— can...
0: iNews. iNews. So iNews is a. Uh, it's. I think it's made by Avid, which is a um, software company that makes a bunch of sort of media software, but it's the rundown program for building a news show. So all the rundowns. And what is a rundown? A rundown is the order of the show. So uh, what the teleprompter copy will be for the anchor to read, where the um, teases are going to come in, where the tape spots are going to play. It has all the... The sort of out cues, so when the correspondent hears the last line of the piece, or the the director hears the last line of the piece, they can sort of cut back to the talent, uh, and then also they sort of know, okay, now I get to talk again. Uh, it's a simple way to simple way to put it, but it, it it's the breakdown for the whole show. Uh, that's all made in iNews, uh, and iNews has a bunch of other features as well, but that's the main the main point of that software. Uh, and then we use so everything is cut on Avid. Uh, media composer um, in digital, so what I do, I work on Premiere Adobe Premiere, but the editors so the broadcast and cable editors are on Avid, um, which is a complicated editing software, big technical infrastructure behind it um, to make all of the sort of computers and connect and play out. Uh, so but it helps to know how to edit because if you're if you're researching for video, you want to understand the best video to get for the edit. Uh, So it needs to have good audio. It needs to be like peak action. You don't want to send your editor like the camera looking at nothing, for example, because that's not useful to anyone. So you have to sort of know how to edit and what makes for a good edit. Uh, We also use uh, Media Central, which is another sort of proprietary Avid technology that allows you to look in our archive and see what media is available. And so you can sort of log and, like, do, like, rough cuts in there. But they're even, like, pre-rough cuts. They're, like, mark it in and out and send it to your editor. Uh, But that's all on the broadcast sort of cable side. Digital is a completely different workflow. Uh, And I think those – and obviously you need to know how to write, which is not necessarily a technical skill. But writing, not only for people in media. Writing, hands down, is the most important skill anyone should know how to do ever. Like, writing is so, so important. Whether you're writing an email – and this is sort of, like, a side note, but just, like – Everything is communication, and you have to be able to communicate well to do anything in life.
1: Kyle's next career move was working as an associate producer for NBC News Digital.
0: So the maternity fill-in was ending, and I sort of wanted to move into digital. Like, I, I got to see The Today Show, which was great and awesome. But I saw sort of this, this other future in digital. Uh, and I realized that what I want to do is sort of be able to, to shoot, produce, edit, like do it all myself. Uh, and you can't do that in broadcasts, right? There's, there's the camera guy who does the camera or the camera, camera woman who does the camera. Um, the editor who edits. The correspondent who does the track and, or the producer would write too. Uh, but everyone has a, has, a, has a job. I wanted to learn it all. So then I went over to digital where you get to do it all. You get, I have to shoot. I have to edit. I have to write. I have to report. I sometimes do my own voiceovers, So the entire production process is, is mine. And that's great because I get to take ownership of it and um, also learn about how to do all those different parts of the production process.
1: How did you learn to shoot?
0: I took a camera class at NBC and then I just figured it out myself. I would, But again, this goes back to going on the weekends to work at Weekend Nightly. I would borrow the camera and just take it out and shoot stuff. And just like practice, figure it out.
2: He was doing that for a little under a year when he was approached to help launch Better as a new NBC News digital vertical and promoted to producer.
1: You said that you started it, you basically launched it, right? So what was that process like, launching a whole new initiative? What needs to be involved? Right. Who are you talking to?
0: So I talked to a number of people within NBC News who have done this before and I had some ideas some people gave me some ideas uh, and then structured it into we started with six at the time Um, six different ideas that touched across all the different areas that we cover so um, we had a personal finance series we had a a life hack series we had a career interview series and those have since morphed and evolved but that's where it started
2: just want to kind of get a sense of what the team looks like who are the bosses what are their titles I guess and then How closely do you work with them?
0: Uh, My boss is a supervising producer, so I fit within the digital original video department.
1: The digital video department is broken up into three verticals, which Kyle mentioned in part one. Better, think, and mock. And then there's also many news documentaries that are produced to delve deep into a topic or an issue.
0: So my boss oversees all of that. And then we roll up into NBC News Digital. Uh, so his, my boss's boss is executive editor of all of NBC News Digital. So NBCNews.com and then all of our platforms and properties. So OTT app, the the mobile app, and then we get distributed. The video specifically get distributed to uh, MSN, Yahoo. Uh, they go to Apple News. Um, Huffington Post and a couple of other other partners.
1: Cool. What is OTT? OTT
0: is over the top.
1: Okay. Uh, it
0: is um, Amazon Fire, Roku and um, what's it, Apple TV. So okay great. So those, li- those little devices that go I guess over the top of your TV. <laughs> it's such a jargony term. That, that is I'm so, so used jargony. To say, right? OTT but it's, that's what it is. It's cool. those like not quite cable not quite internet. It's the middle ground.
2: Kyle is attending NYU Stern School of Business for his MBA. So let's talk about why he chose to go back to school in the first place.
0: I think it's really important today to have a credential and something beyond your bachelor degree. You have to have, have, to have a master's degree. And obviously you have to. I put in like giant air quotes. Uh, but for me, I'm looking long term down the road because I'm always learning and I'm always trying to grow. And I'm always thinking like five steps ahead. Because you have to. Um, so for me, when I'm like 40, 50, or even younger, maybe like 35, um, I don't see myself holding the camera anymore, right? Like I want to move beyond that. I think it's really important to learn how to do it. But my next step is a job that doesn't actually do the production. It's more like managing a, managing a team, like some sort of video team where I know how to do it. I've gotten good at it. But for me, it's not so much about like the hard business skills. It's really about thinking and learning how to think differently. So once you find yourself surrounded by the same type of people, right? So I've been surrounded by journalists for a long time. Um, and to a large degree, I, I am a journalist. I work at NBC News. I do, I do news stories. So I am also a journalist. But it's important to get outside of that sort of single mindset sometimes because once you surround yourself by everyone else, you're no longer challenging your thinking anymore. So for me, being able to take what I learned in journalism, being surrounded by journalists and applying it to a business classroom, is fascinating. Like, to be able to just look at every single problem through a different lens. And I've never really believed in, like, traditional career paths. Like, yeah. it, everything, and it again, it all goes back to, like, work is life, like, life is work. And, like, a career is just, like, part of life. Like, it's not, I am a journalist, period. It's like, yes, I'm a journalist, but also I'm interested in the business side, and I'm interested in media, and I'm I'm just interested in a lot of different things.
1: That wraps up part two in the Producing a Better Career series. Huge thanks to Kyle Scott for sharing his wisdom throughout this Experience a Day in the Life series. If you haven't already, be sure to listen to part one in the series to experience a day in the life of a producer at NBC News Digital. So they say you can't get a job without experience, but need experience to get the job. But luckily, we have quite the experience. You can join our team and experience a day in the life of the jobs you want by applying to be a student editor. Regardless of your major or amount of experience, this is the perfect stepping stone into any internship or career. Find more info and sign up at xadiddle.com slash students. That's xadiddle.com slash students. Thanks for listening. Head over to xadiddle.com. That's X-A-D-I-T-L.com. There you can find the show notes for this series and more A Day in the Life articles. And you can get to know us and our guests more by joining our communities on social media. Follow at xadiddle on Instagram and on LinkedIn by searching for Krista Poe and Matt with one T Poe.
2: If you learned something in this episode, please take some time to help our mission by leaving a positive rating and review of the show. Each week, we bring you a new interview series with guests from different jobs and different industries. In each series, we'll live a specific day in the life, hour by hour, and experience their career journey. So don't forget to subscribe.